I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm 69 years old, and, but I still like to play like a kid. So when we were in New York, I was body surfing in the, in the ocean. And uh, if you know anything about, about the, the, uh, the ocean, they have flags they put up. And white is calm, and, and green is pretty calm, and, and I think there might be another color in between. But red, you're, you're technically not supposed to go in the water if it's red. And <laughs> but that's when you can have a lot of fun because the waves are bigger and and so we were in we were in Florida right before Hurricane Hurricane uh, El, Elsa Ella Elsa right yeah it was coming up the coast and so so the waves are cool and the, and the, un, the they had a riptide current which means the wave is coming at you but then the but the current is going sideways so so anyway. You, you, you ride the wave in, and that's a lot of fun. And, and, uh, but then you can't stand up very well because the water has gone sideways, and so it knocks you down. And, and that's why nobody was swimming except uh, my son and I. But anyway, <laughs> and, and he, he has a kayak. So he took, we took his kayak. We tried to put the kayak in. That was a disaster. Um, but anyway, I, th I think I might have hurt my knee, so I, I have it kind of wrapped. And so if I sit down, um, it's, it's uh, yeah, I'll, I might do that. Anyway, um, we, we've been in this. <laughs> Look, asking, seeking, and knocking is the next passage for the day as we have been working through Matthew 5, 6, and 7 that called the Sermon on the Mount. You find an outline in the bulletin. If anybody needs a bulletin, please raise your hand. There's some sitting over here. And Paul will bring you some. Anybody need a, need a bullet? Go ahead and raise your hand and Paul will bring you because there's an outline that I sometimes pay attention to. Um, <clears throat> the, uh, the, the, uh, the name of the message is keep on asking, seeking and knocking and be filled with the Holy Spirit. The reason it says keep on asking and knocking, um, it, yeah, there's some over there, um, Paul, I think if anybody needs any. Um, I, guess, I guess we don't need any. Thanks. There, I thoroughly embarrassed you, making you get up and walk around in front of everybody. <laughs> the they, uh, Bible scholars who know way more than I do say that the tense of the words there is not just ask and be done, but keep on asking. Uh, keep on seeking and keep on knocking. Have you ever gone to somebody's house and knock? No answer. Knock. You try the doorbell. You call, maybe you tap on the window. You just keep on knocking till you get some kind of a response, right? Isn't that, isn't that what you usually do? Or do you just knock once? Excuse me. Oh, nobody's home and, and leave. No, no, no. You, you, you want to you give them time to at least come to the door. Well, it, um, Bob Mumford in the book that um, we've been mentioning pretty much every Sunday uh, that we, I, we, I think we have one more copy left, and if you'd like to get it, um, we'll raffle it off. No, I'm only kidding. Um, uh, I think Nick has it back there. Is that, is that, do we still have one copy of the book, Nick? Oh, no, we don't, we don't, okay. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, um, if you'd like to get a copy, see my wife, Barbara, went away, and um, she'll order some more for us. Um, but Bob Mumford, in, the, in his chapter on on this passage in the Sermon on the Mount uh, says something that I, I wasn't, uh, I had never really thought of. Uh, ask, seek, knock. Ask is uh, called the gift realm. And everybody asks. Children ask, we ask, and we keep on asking um, till the day we die or till Jesus returns. We're, we're going to keep on asking 
The Bible calls it petition or supplication. That's a good thing. Never stop asking God for yourself and for others. That's, that's good. Fine. Um, but there's, a, there's another level, Bob says, in, in prayer called seeking. And uh, I think about the apostles. You know, uh, the disciples, when they were still getting to know Jesus and hang with him, they said, uh, Lord, um, you know, John the Baptist taught his disciples how to pray. Teach us how to pray. We're your disciples. We see you going off alone and spending the night in prayer and getting up early. And, and teach, us, teach us how to pray like you do. So that's why we pray the Lord's Prayer. He said, after this manner, pray. So they were asking. But you know, in, after Jesus ascended into heaven, they had 10 days and Jesus said to them, wait, hey, get in the upper room, stay there, don't, don't leave. Wait, because the promise, the promise of the Father is coming to you. So wait there for the promise. And so the Bible says in Luke chapter 24, verse 53, that they were continually in the temple, praise, or in the, uh, in the upper room, praising and blessing God. They were praying, they were listening. We get a little picture of some of the things that they were doing, talking together and figuring some things out in Acts chapter 1. But the point is, they weren't just asking at that point. They were seeking. They were seeking. But when the Holy Spirit fell upon them, they were baptized in the Holy Spirit and the power of God came on them with tongues and they were speaking in other languages that they didn't know. And there's a lot of noise and people thought they were drunk and they, they went out into the, the street and it was a feast of Pentecost. So people were there from all over the known world speaking in all kinds of languages, but they heard them speaking in their language, glory to God and praise to God. And, and they said, these guys must be drunk. And Peter got up and said, no, 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 let me, let me tell you what's going on. Now that's where they weren't just asking and they weren't just seeking. Now they're knocking on the door. They're knocking on the door and they say, God, you gave us this opportunity to talk to these people. I want to talk to them. I want to explain to them. Would you help me? And, and so the, 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 it says the 10 or the 11 stood up with Peter. So they're all knocking on the door together, all saying, here's what's happened. Here's why you're here. Jesus, whom, whom you crucified, is risen from the dead and he's ascended into heaven and God has sent the Holy Spirit, which he promised he would send to us. That's what's going on. So they went knocking on doors from there until the whole known world had heard the gospel of the kingdom of Jesus Christ. They went knocking on the door. So they kept asking. Oh, absolutely. They kept asking for God to do miracles and to heal people and to raise the dead and open blind eyes and help them to speak. They kept seeking God. They would they'd pray and they'd fast and they would they would would spend time waiting in silence and they would they would go wherever they needed to go but they were knocking on doors they were saying oh god use me oh god speak through me god help me god bless people through me asking seeking and knocking that's that's what jesus laid out he he he, he was giving in this part of the sermon on the mount it wasn't just about oh yeah don't give up praying that's really good don't give up praying it wasn't about just um fasting or giving up Facebook or, or um, um, other, other things that you might do. It wasn't just about tithing and giving offerings to God and saying, Lord, I'm giving or helping the poor. It wasn't, it wasn't just about um, offering your sufferings and your troubles to God. Did you know you can do that? Did you know you, you, you give your suffering, you're having a hard time? Don't, don't, you would, it's not just about you having a hard time. God's doing something. Say, God, uh, I've given my hard time to you. God, this person really hurt my feelings. They said what they did. This, this person has betrayed me. This person has, has hurt me. They've taken advantage of me. I'm offering it to you. That's biblical. 
That's a, a way to share in Christ's suffering. I'll just give you one example. Um, my dad died when I was in my late 30s. Uh, he had had prostate cancer, um, and um, I prayed. I was in college, a thousand miles from home, and they they called me and said he's got, he's having surgery. He's got prostate cancer, and I prayed uh, Hezekiah's prayer. You know, 15 years. God, give him 15 more years, and God did give him 15 more years. Not because I prayed, but God, He just did that. So, um, anyway, 15 years later. Um, he's dying. It's uh, metastasized. It's gone to bone cancer. And um, so I went home. Now, here's, here's the setting. Home is, is Long Island, New York. And my two sisters, whom I um, had a real falling out with, I was really judgmental toward them. I was critical of them. I, I, I had become a Christian. Woo, I became a Christian. And that means everybody who wasn't a Christian was less than me. I mean, that, I mean, I didn't really think that, but I kind of acted, I kind of felt that way. Do you know what I mean? And so I was judgmental of my sisters, and they needed Jesus. And I was, I was not helping, because I, I had a critical attitude toward them. Anyway, so I go home, and, uh, and we're there three weeks together in the house. Uh, my dad was, was uh, dying in the house. Um, my one sister lived next door, was married to a doctor, and he would come over every day and check uh, my dad's vital signs. And um, it was really strange, because the doctor would say after about a week, say, um, um, his vital signs are very low, and he would mention things that you nurses, Kim, you know, would know, his electrolytes and his whatever. Um, are, are, the, the signs are that he should, he should be dying any time, but he didn't, he, he, he kept living. And, and uh, into the third week, and finally he said, just unplug everything. Uh, it, they unplugged everything, no, no nourishment, no, no nothing going into his veins. He had bone cancer, it was very painful, he was in terrible pain. And so we're, <laughs> come on, you know, we're asking, we're seeking, what, what, what do we need to do here? Let him die. It was very painful, and, and so um, I felt like right before he died, God uh, spoke to me in my mind, you know, how God can speak to us, giving us a thought that we know is not my thought. I didn't think of that, so it had to come from you because it's a good one. Um, leave him alone. I'm doing something that you don't know. He is sharing in the mystery of my suffering, sharing in my suffering. That's Colossians 1, 26 or 27. He says, he says he's, I'm doing something that you don't know what's going on, and his suffering has to do with it. Well, um, before my dad died, I, held him in, I was holding him in my arms when he passed. The last word he said was pain. It was a very, very, very difficult time. But you know what God did? In that, he reconciled me with my sisters. And something happened, and, and I accepted them, and they accepted me, and in our pain, and in our suffering, and in our loss, we, we came together. And, um, and, and things began to change, and now they love Jesus, and it's just incredible how um, God changed our whole family. He did it through... He used my dad's lingering and suffering pain to give an opportunity 
where we, we couldn't get away from one another and we had to share in his suffering and his death. So I don't know what you're um, asking God for, for yourself or your family or loved ones. I don't know what, you're, uh, what they're suffering or what need you or they have. But I want to encourage you, don't give up asking. Keep asking. And add to the asking, seeking God. Like the apostles, fast, wait, sit in silence or solitude, be quiet, um, share with other people, get with them, seek God. And then add, add to that also knocking, knocking that he'll open the door so that he can do things that only he can do, like reconciling members of a family who are separated or broken or, or hurting or angry at each other. Um, I'm actually going to look at my outline now. Let's see. Asking, being, being with. Oh, we talk about this. I, I, uh, Pastor Nick, I put in here being with Jesus, being in Jesus, becoming like Jesus, and doing what Jesus did, because I thought that really went along well with ask, seek, and knock. So number one, ask unselfishly. That's because James, in that verse there, James 4, 3 says... Uh, um, the reason you're not receiving is because, number one, you're not asking. And number two, when you ask, you're just asking selfishly without thought or concern for what God may want. So ask God if it be your will, James says. So don't ask selfishly and don't ask, um, don't ask, <clears throat> don't not ask. That's a double negative. In other words, do ask and, and believe. Believe that, uh, Matthew 21, 22, believe whatsoever things you ask in your heart, believe and you will receive that which you are praying for. And um, so ask in faith. Number two, have a prayer and a praise list. I'm not putting parameters on that. I'm not saying, well, you know, there's times where God says wait or there's times where God says no. I'm, I'm, I'm not going into that. I'm just saying just keep on asking, believe in your heart and don't be selfish. Number two, have a prayer and a praise list so your prayers uh, can be tinged with thankfulness. Um, I use my phone for my prayer list. I don't always look at it. About once a week, I, I go through my list. But most of it, because I prayed, um, I'm praying for many of you, uh, your, your uh, sons and daughters, members of your family that are, are prodigals that need to come to Jesus like, like I did, like my sisters did. And so we, we can pray for one another. And by the way, uh, um, use arrow prayers. Arrows are not 17 feet long. You know, they're about... 30 inches long. Done. Done. Um, it's an ancient um, uh, practice to use a short phrase or sentence prayer and, and just let it fly and believe it. Sometimes I think, you know, we, we have to, I, I, I'm a wordy person. <laughs> I, right, Barbara? I use a lot of words. I'm... Um, but sometimes when I pray, I realize, oh, okay, just keep it short because I can go on and on and on as if, as if I'm going to help my faith or I'm going to help God answer the longer I say, the more words I use. <laughs> you know, like, no, I got it, Dwight. You, I, I got it. I got, got, I got it. <laughs> go on to the next thing, please. All right. Anyway, arrow, arrow prayers. Uh, specific prayers get specific answers. Uh, number three, share with others your requests and answers. Uh, encourage uh, prayer together that way. Um, 
So uh, you got something you're praying for? Let's just take a minute. Richard uh, gave us that psalm at the beginning. He said, quiet, all right? You got a pencil, you got a pen, or you just want to think? Just pause just for a minute, all right? Go ahead. You pray. You got anything you're asking for? Just, or do you think God may want you to ask for something? Maybe you forgot um, to ask him something, and he wants to remind you right now. Let's just, let's just pause just for a minute. Okay, well, we need more time than that, but I'm going to go on um, seeking. Matthew 6, 33, seek first the kingdom of God, his righteousness, and, and God will take care of your basic needs if you seek him first. Um, this is becoming like Jesus. So the first point asking is us being with Jesus, being in Jesus, now becoming like Jesus. Um, Use spiritual disciplines like fasting and silence and solitude and um, spend time just adoring him. Just be like the disciples in the upper room seeking him. And uh, number two, trust your father. When it seems uh, you get a stone or a serpent, uh, that, now, um, <clears throat> look, uh, my father's dying seemed like a serpent, seemed like a stone. In, in Luke and in Matthew, in, in Luke chapter 11, you have a parallel passage and it says uh, he says would if if a son if you being evil then you know because there's no perfect parents uh, uh, um, what do they call it Epi um, example one right here no perfect parents um, but if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children because a parent any parent wants to give good things to their child when they ask how much more will your father give good things? But here's the, here's the tricky part, and Bob talks about this in the book. Sometimes we, we're, we think we're getting an answer to the prayer. We, we asked for bread, but it feels like a stone. Hold on to it. Uh, sometimes we ask for... Um, um, and we get a serpent. Um, uh, we ask for a fish, and we get a snake. Um, Bob says, hold on to it. Wait on God. He'll bring good out of that thing. That may, so, how many of you know truth, sometimes when you first hear it, hits you the wrong way? You have a negative reaction to truth. You, you, you ever, ever, right? Just correct a teenager and see what I mean. Right? <laughs> or, or a religious person. Try to correct a religious person. I mean a person who's, you know, self-righteous in their religion is what I mean and but true but see even even to me sometimes you know my wife will speak something to me and I go oh that's not true that can't be true <laughs> oh yeah it's true oh god I felt like she hit me with a stone but oh you were giving me bread to 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 help me be different so hold on to hold on to those things and again hold them in God's presence um, I'll give you one more personal example so a couple of years ago, most of you know, if, you, if you've known me for a couple of years, you know that uh, 40, I had to go through 45 days of radiation for cancer treatment. And um, <laughs> I'm a school teacher at the time, I'm still a school teacher. Anyway, I tried going for the treatments in the morning before school. I tried going during lunch. I tried going after school. And it was, 
Um, uh, sometimes uh, I couldn't get the treatments. Um, it's a little complicated, and I'm not going to go into it. But <laughs> I tell you, I got to the place where I said, God, thank you. You are breaking my, because I'm such a controlling person. Now, don't say amen. I don't want an amen. To, I, said, I, 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 I like to be in charge, and, and I, I like things to, I like everybody to participate the way I want them to participate. But, but here's the deal. I'm, I'm there. I'm, it's a totally, I'm, I got no control over what's going on. And so my daily prayer was, okay, Lord, is this what we're doing today? Oh, okay, it's, it's, we're doing it today. Oh, we're not doing this today. Oh, okay, all right. And, and it, it, it was helpful in terms of dealing with my lack of trust and, and my, my inflexible um, nature. The other thing, number three, under, the, under seeking, I have give offerings. So your time, your talent, your treasure, or your tr- troubles, like I said earlier, and your truth. Give. Give and say, God, I'm, I'm, I'm seeking you, but I'm, I'm letting this go. I'm releasing this. I'm sowing this, but I'm giving to you. I could, I could share, and many of you could share testimonies of when you let something go, when you gave, when, you're, when you were generous, when you were refreshing, hospitable, kind, merciful, and how God returned that to you. Knocking. Um, doing, this is what doing what Jesus did. Knock on the door. Look, oh, it would be wonderful if God gave you something today in our time together and you thought, I, I want to share this with somebody. God, I'm knocking on the door for the opportunity to share with somebody else because I, I, I'm really glad or peaceful or I feel helped by what you have given to me. Or, or maybe you came, you're sick today, and we pray for you, and God heals you and say, man, I would love to heal. I'd love to pray for somebody, Lord, so you could heal them. That's knocking. Ask, seek, and knock. So let's just take a minute, see if God puts anybody on your heart. Knock, knock, knock. I want to call somebody, send them a text, uh, visit them. Um, uh, maybe I want to make an offering um, to you, God, for, uh, for this person or for the opportunity. So let's just take a minute, see if God speaks to you, um, just, just like a minute or two. Humbly ask and seek opportunity to give others. Lord, we are we asking humbly. Lord, we know we can't give uh, to somebody else truth or, uh, or, Lord, we can't give money we don't have, our treasure, gifts or talents we can't give if we don't have. So, Lord, fill us with the Holy Spirit and overflow to others through us because, Lord, freely you have given to us, so freely we want to give. And Lord, like your word says here, <clears throat> do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. Well, help us, Lord, to be reminded of that. Amen. Asking, seeking, and knocking all combine in being baptized or filled with the Holy Spirit. 
in, in the passage in Luke, again, Jesus, uh, parallel passage, he said, which of you having a friend, and you go to him at midnight, this is Luke chapter 11, verse 5 uh, through 8, uh, friend, give me, lend, lend me three loaves. A friend of mine has come to me on this journey. I, I got nothing to set before him. And, and Jesus said, he will get up from his bed and he'll, he'll, he'll say, no, go away. Don't trouble me. The door is shut. My children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and give to you. But, but Jesus went on to say, I say to you, though he will not get up and give it to you because you're his friend, <laughs> yet if you don't give up, if you stay there and knock on the door long enough, he's going to get up. And he'll give, you, he'll give you bread just to get rid of you. That's my paraphrase, of course. Uh, and then he says this in verse 9. So I say to you, ask, and it will be given. In other words, keep on asking. Uh, seek, and keep on seeking, and, and you will find. Knock, keep on knocking. Don't, don't, don't give up knocking, friends. Uh, it will be open to you for everyone who asks receives. This is his promise. Everyone who seeks finds. Now, again, it might come like a snake to you instead of a, a fish. It might seem like a stone. It might feel like, but he's hold on to it. Keep seeking and knocking. If a son asks for bread for any father among you, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks a fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? No, no, no. If, if he asks for an egg, will he give him a scorpion? No. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, now hear this, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them who ask him? Ask and, and seek and knock. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I don't have anything to give anybody. I'm not a, I'm, I'm not a, a professional this. I'm not a polished that. I'm not a trained this. Give me, give me Lord, something to give to somebody else. We never outgrow our need to keep on asking for his gifts. Uh, give us this day our daily bread. We, ne we never cease to, we never grow out of that till the new heaven and the new earth. But we can also progress into the spiritual growth of hunger and seeking. Um, we will remain like children, immature, if all we ever do is ask. When my kids, when we used to have you know, family devotions, trying, trying to have family devotions. Uh, you can ask Kendra, they were terrible, weren't they? Uh, I was terrible at it. But anyway, um, I'd say, okay, let's pray. And, and one of the kids would say, um, oh, Lord, thank you for the good day. And, and sometimes I would ask, what does that mean? Or Lord, give us a good day. What does, what does that mean? Be a little more specific, go a little deeper, keep on asking. Um, Lord, I'm, I ask you specifically in this situation, let him, let him put in your mouth by the Holy Spirit the word that he wants you to pray. Let him put in your mouth the good news that he wants you to give somebody. Let him put in your pocketbook the ability to give. Let him put in your heart the ability to trust and forgive. Ask him for the Holy Spirit. Um, uh, the thing about knocking <laughs> I'm a type A personality uh, and um, sometimes a, <laughs> if there's a door there to me it's to go through 
<laughs> Even if I have to, like Bob says, tear it off the hinges, knock loudly. I, I went to visit, as a pastor, I went to visit uh, a member... <laughs> A memory. This might this might offend somebody, but anyway, I went to visit and I knocked on the door, and I didn't I didn't ask permission to come and visit them. All right. By the way, you should ask permission, right? People have boundaries. You know, before you just walk up and give somebody a hug, you should ask. Is it, can I give you a hug? Is it all right? Or you know, lay hands on them to pray on them. Oh, I could tell you stories about that. We should we should ask permission, right? Can I share something with you? Can I ask you a question? People will be much more open to respond. Well, anyway, I just showed up at this person's house, knocked on the door. Person opened the door and said, "Damn, it's the pastor!" and slammed and. and <laughs> slammed the door and and I'm standing there okay what should I do in this situation and she she humbly opened back up the door and said I'm sorry I I I didn't know you were coming <laughs> I, I said it's not your fault I didn't warn you anyway so so ask permission right ask permission <laughs> uh -huh. Um, before we receive the Lord's table here, there, there, I, there's no better example of asking, seeking, and knocking. No, no better opportunity for God to give his grace to us. That's what a sacrament is. It's a means of grace. It means God's about to give you grace. God's about to put supernatural ability into your life to do something that otherwise you you wouldn't be able to do you might say well i'm i'm not ready okay let's pray lord lord i ask anybody here who feels not ready that you will help them lord know that you did on your cross what was necessary for us to be ready by the power of your blood and your death and your resurrection so lord we ask everybody to be made ready. Um, now, if you have to forgive somebody um, or ask forgiveness, that's good. We're here. There are people all over the room here. Uh, Nick is over there. Richard's over there. I'm here. Just, just come and say, uh, I need to confess something, or I need, I, need, I need to ask somebody forgiveness, and they're not here. So just would you pray for me that I'll be able to do it? Okay? That's, that's asking. All right? Now, seeking. Seeking is like opening these things up because they're really hard to open. <laughs> who, who designed these things anyway? Now that one opened up really easily. Okay, so, so, so look, it's just, I don't know what this is made out of. They taste terrible. But here, here's what I know. <laughs> yeah, Steve, Steve is nodding his head. They do, don't they? I mean, I, I, I miss having matzah. I, I miss having you, know, but anyway, anyway, sorry. It's, you know, because of COVID, we bought these things, so, all right. So, look, here's the deal. When, when, when I, when, when a pastor um, gets ready to serve communion, they're standing in Christ's place, okay? They're, they're entrusted with a grace from God to flow through us, and so that's why we speak the words of remembrance and we speak the words of consecration over this, so that when we are here receiving the bread and the cup, we're actually saying, God, Jesus, do something in me. I, I'm receiving you, Jesus. And he'll do something. He'll give you grace 
So that's why we pray over these things and, and, and that, that the Holy Spirit will do what only God can do in us as we receive. So we're receiving Christ in a new way, in a special way, maybe for the first time. So we pray blessing on you of God's grace. Thanks for taking time out of your day to listen to the New Covenant Fellowship podcast. We want to connect with you. You can visit us online at ncfokc.org for more information about our church. If God spoke to you and you'd like prayer, please text us at 405-518-5164 and we will get back with you. God bless and have a great day.